Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together, Bruce and I have written 35 cookbooks. Hard to believe. We just turned in Instant Pot Bible, The Next Generation, which sounds like it should have Captain Picard in it, or something. Maybe we cook Captain Picard in an Instant Pot. Excellent. (laughs) And my personal favorite cookbook we've ever written, Ham, An Obsession with the Hindquarter. But today we're not talking about any of that. Because today, it's The Honey Show. We've been doing this a lot lately, and um, I just want to explain what we're doing. We've been taking ingredients like barbecue sauce and what, ketchup, and we've kind of been say, t- uh, talking about things to do beyond just squeezing them onto french fries or putting it on chicken on the grill, what to do. And particularly, if you have this stuff in your pantry and you want to know more to do with it than just the standard. And so the standard honey answer is, of course, you know, make a smoothie with yogurt. But we kind of want to Put go, it in your tea. Right. We want to go a little bit beyond that and so we've got 10 ideas count them 10 10 10 i hope you're driving and writing at the same time excellent please (laughs) do not sue us if you're listening to this podcast you waive all rights to sue us i hope you're driving your self-driving tesla and (laughs) taking notes at the same time and then you could do these activities while you're driving there you go as well as sleep so of course we all know oil and vinegar don't mix just like oil and water doesn't mix however just honey. like Democrats and Republicans. Yeah, exactly. Well, honey's not going to fix that. It'll just make them messy. <laughs> um, but what honey does, it's... A, I would like to see Mitch McConnell covered in honey, personally. That would be a personal dream well, come but true. That's, and Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> so they're both covered in honey, and then what happens? Release the bees. <laughs> Mayhem ensues. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So honey is actually a great emulsifier. What does emulsifier mean? It means that it allows things like oil and vinegar to come together to create an emulsion, something that's really smooth. So a little bit of honey whisked into any low-fat or fat-free vinegary salad dressing that's all separated in the bottle will keep it smooth and creamy. And what's the ratio? Oh, for each half a cup of dressing, I would use about a teaspoon of honey. It'll make it a little sweeter, and it'll make it smooth. And you notice how little that is, a teaspoon of honey and a half a cup of dressing, and it helps keep it together. It does. Um, Emulsified. So if you're going to put a little creative of dressing out on the table. Ooh, ooh la la, how fancy a cruet of dressing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cruet. Cruet. Is that like Cruella de Cruetta de It's also oh la la, but somehow I got it all wrong. So ooh la la, if you want to put your cruet out. <laughs> Listen, I just turned 60. Cut me a break. Okay, so Those number brain two. Brain cells are dying fast. Oh, every day. So number two, I'm up. And uh, I'm going to talk about a great glaze for grilled meat, fish, or chicken. And you want to make this glaze and uh, put it on uh, meat, fish, or chicken. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then grill it. And that's just equal parts honey, soy sauce, and lemon juice. Yum. And now, is this, does any honey work here? Or are there um, any specific honeys you want to use? Well, you know, we'll get into that in a bit. But uh, the darker the flavor, the, the darker the color of honey, the darker the flavor usually, or the more yeah. robust yeah. the flavor, usually. Just like maple syrup. Right. And so um, I wouldn't do any of those really, really blonde, light, wildflower honey. Like acacia honey, which is basically just like sweet well, water. Well, I just meant wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pardon me, acacia. Um, and I, I wouldn't use orange blossom. Oh, well, pardon me. <laughs> um, <laughs> any, any really good 
stand a good standing honey with lots of flavor will work. But what you just want to do, and I want to let me just point this out before Bruce can talk about what what to put it on. Um, you want to use fresh lemon juice because bottled lemon juice uh, that you buy often has a dropped acidity because it's been pasteurized and fresh will ha- be a bit more um, sour. Bitey. Yeah, bitey. And you want to match that with the honey and the soy sauce. And you can use reduced sodium soy sauce or regular, but use a nice fine brand of soy sauce and just equal parts, honey, this soy is, sauce, and lemon juice. This is something my mom used to do all the time when I was a kid. This was her favorite marinade for chicken breasts. And she'd put them in there. Yep. Sometimes they go in the grill. Sometimes even... In the marinade, you just shove the whole pan under the broiler and broil them, turning them in the marinade. Wow, didn't that get sticky? That was the point of it. It was sticky. It was like, it was faux Chinese stickiness. Oh. Mm. It was good. It's the way we ate in Bayside. (laughs) Did you have your faux Chinese goodness before or after you went to shul? That's what I want to know. Did you? (laughs) At what point? First of all, we never called it shul. It was a reform synagogue. Oh, so you called it church. <laughs> Basically. Oh, good. How reformed. <laughs> how reformed. We celebrate Easter. That's how reformed. Okay, so that's a really great ma- marinade. And I can say also, uh, we've tried it. And lightly brushed onto fish fillets, it's really mm. delicious because it's got that sour, sweet thing going on. Yeah. Okay, another fabulous glaze um, to use if you're grilling or baking fish, especially salmon, is to take equal parts of honey and coarse ground mustard. Let's explain that. So you could buy honey mustard already made, but it's very, very sticky, and it's often very spicy. And it's and also it's, corn syrup. And it's also corn syrupy. If you just take some really good honey with some coarse ground German-style mustard, that's mm. not the smooth mustard. It's a mustard mm. where you seal the seeds in it. Mm. Brush that on a piece of salmon before you put it on the grill, in the oven or under the broiler, and it will blow you away. Do you remember when I got into this thing that I was going to make my own mustard and we were going to make only my mustard? Do you remember this? We did that for a while. We did. And the mustard that I made was so hot. It was called <laughs> nose spanking. <laughs> it was, so it was your nose spanking mustard. Oh my God, we could hardly eat it because it hurt. You teared up the minute you... You really, uh, you want to tear up for a bologna sandwich, but not for the mustard reasons. <laughs> tear up for you the state to, of your life. Yeah, for the sadness. <laughs> sure. It tastes, bologna sandwich tastes like sad. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but now I, let's talk about a happy sandwich. Okay, yeah. I, now I am going to get my southern on here because I am from the south. And you know what? You can substitute honey for jelly in any PB&J. Oh, of course. Why not? It's why sweet. Not, it's right? sticky. It's fabulous. And in fact, you can even get do away with the bread and sit there with a spoon oh. and go back and forth between the jars of peanut butter and honey. Oh, but they would get so... Cross contaminated. So what? It's delicious. Oh, there would be these bits of of detritus honey in the. Uh, All right, so uh, use two spoons, one in no, each, and put both spoons in your mouth at the same time. Peanut butter in the honey. Mmm, <clears throat> yummy! But it, that would be really would delicious. Look like a morning after problem. And there, I would also go for really strong flavored honey, like a buckwheat honey or a chestnut honey. Oh, well. Oh, my. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking about honey. So, anyway, that's my idea for a PB&H. That's my fourth idea. What's mm. your fifth idea? My fifth idea is you can use it to make the most amazing applesauce ever. So, mm. you make honey applesauce by taking eight apples and you want to... What kind of apples? Uh, I would use Macintosh or Ida Red, something that's not too sweet. I wouldn't use, like, 
Red Delicious or Golden Delicious. So, use or a, Granny Smith. I'd use, yeah, I'd use a nice sourish, sourish apple. And sour-ish. I would, yeah, and I would. Because sour's not enough of an adjective. You got to re-adjectivize well, it. Well, it's sourish. Sourish. Yeah. Okay, go on. And I would core them and peel them, and then I would chop them, and I put them in a saucepan with half a cup of water. So we had eight apples, half a cup of water, and only a quarter cup of honey. That's all you need. You're gonna simmer it for about thirty minutes till it's mushy and soft, and it'll be sweet, sour, and amazing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Put Serve it with a little yogurt. What do you mm. do with it? So you do it 30 minutes until the apples are soft and mushy. And then you just and stir it up and they'll mush. And you, and if you want them even mushier, take a potato masher to it. And you said to peel, right? I like them peeled. Peel yeah. and core and chop yep. these apples. And then what do you do? Where do you store it? I would store it in a uh, plastic container in the refrigerator for like a week. Okay. All right. Well, here's my sixth idea, and uh, it's to make chai. And Ooh. people forget that chai is actually pretty easy to make at home. And they also think that it's sweet. It should be sweet. It's a little sweet, but you don't have to go insane with it. Here's here's my idea for chai. So mix uh, two cups of water and two cups of milk. So two cups, two cups. Are you using water, whole milk or milk. low-fat milk? I would say you use whole fat, but, you know, you go with your cardiologist recommendations. Okay. Um, two cups of water, two cups of milk, and then a third a cup of honey. Mm. Use four black tea bags. And then here we go, black, you know, black good tea bags. And then here we go with some spices. And, you know, a couple cinnamon sticks, a few whole cloves, a couple cardamom pods. And then throw in a couple pieces of fresh ginger, little ginger yeah. coins that are fresh. Yeah. So cinnamon, cloves, cardamom, ginger. Bring all that to a boil uh, over medium-high heat. Remove from the heat, steep it five minutes, strain it, and drink your chai. And just be careful when you're stirring that up to make sure the honey's dissolved that you don't break open the tea bags. Yeah, that's right. you want them to come out. You don't want all those tiny little tea leaves. I mean, if you strain your fine mesh strainer, oh, well, there's fancy. A fine mesh strainer, you'll be fine. If you try to put through a colander, of course, all that tea would just slip right through a colander. You can use your chinoise. Oh, sure, because everyone has a chinoise. And there's nothing offensive about calling it a chinoise either. It's a conical strainer that is a very, very, very fine mesh. And it is called that because, well, because it's conical and it's supposed to represent the shape of hats that Chinese workers will wear out in the fields. And that is really horrible. It is. But but yet in the food industry and restaurants, they still continue to call it a chinois. I wonder if they still call it a chinois. I wonder if if there's another word that's used for it now. I don't know. Because it seems like that is that's wrong. made for being wrong. redirected. I know. I always say, get me the big conical strainer. Yeah. I mean, there's so many words compared to chinois. And also you can sound really fancy like, oh, la, la, when you say chinois. Right? <laughs> so it, it seems like you're much fancier. Okay. All right. Uh, honey sweet. Carrots are sweet. And together they go so well to make a fabulous honey-laced carrot salad. So you can go ahead and you can either grate carrots through the big holes of a box grater or you can buy one of those bags of like pre-shredded mm-hmm. carrots. How much? You want one pound of carrots grated up or one pound of those pre-shredded bags. And for that, so you're going to whisk together a quarter cup of lemon juice, three tablespoons of honey, one tablespoon of toasted sesame oil. Um. Now we get to our spices. We have a teaspoon of paprika and a half teaspoon each of cinnamon, cumin, and salt. So let's get that again. We had a quarter cup of lemon juice with three tablespoons honey and a tablespoon of sesame oil. So it's going to be sour, smoky Mm -hmm. sesame. And then we got the teaspoon of paprika and a half teaspoon each of cinnamon, cumin, and salt. And you just toss that with the carrots. That is 
Serve that alongside a hamburger, a steak, yeah. a chicken breast. It's like I'm thinking I want it on a hamburger, mm, actually. Oh god, a hamburger topped with that and a fried egg. Uh, oh no, I don't want my fri- I don't like eggs on hamburgers, but I can imagine that and then a mayo hamburger, you know, with mayo on it for mm. me. I, that would be really that would be good. delicious. That would be really good. Oh, okay. Uh, that let's uh, that let's, was number seven. Okay, number eight. So I've got this second salad, and Bruce had his carrot salad. So I'm going to say that you can make a fine black bean and orange salad with honey. And the way you do this is you just drain a can of black beans. So buy a can of you know what is that? A 15 ounce, 15 and a quarter mm-hmm. ounce uh, can of black beans. You drain it. Get the beans. You rinse them, right? Yep. And then you get a small can of mandarin orange sections. Mm. And again, drain it. Get the ones packed in in juice, juice, not the ones packed in syrup. So a small can of mandarin orange sections. Drain that out. drink the juice. Don't dump it down the the drain. Okay. Drink it. Do whatever you need to do. If you need to stand at a sink with a can and drink it, you go right ahead. You could make a mimosa out of it. God. So um, you then just add a little bit of chopped red onion. This is all to taste. A little bit of chopped red onion, a little bit of chopped uh, seeded bell pepper. Um, you want to put some vinegar in there. I'd say maybe like three tablespoons of splash, a couple tablespoons of honey. Or you, if you want a sweeter thing, you can go equal parts vinegar, equal parts honey, and salt. And that's it. If you want to spice this thing up a little bit with the black beans, you can mince up a canned chipotle chili mm. in adobo sauce. Yum. And so, don't yell at us that it's not really adobo sauce. So if you want to do that, you can. But remember, this is what well, I'm talking one canned chili, not a can of chilies <laughs> in adobo sauce. That would make a hot salad in the history of the that world. That sounds delicious. Of beans and onions and peppers and chipotles and oranges. Yum. Yeah, that I think it, would, it, it makes a really nice fresh salad for the grill. The orange sections, I know you think, well, why didn't you use a fresh orange? And the canned mandarin orange sections are just a little sweeter. And so easy. Right, Who wants so to be easy. segmenting an orange? <laughs> well, you, actually. Uh, yeah, but You're, I'm nuts. You are nuts. I'm nuts. So You are. You're the chef in our duo, and you're nuts, and you would stand there and section a mandarin orange. But listen, just buy the can, the small can, the can of beans, and then do everything I said. Just a little bit of red onion, a little bit of bell pepper, maybe a can chipotle and adobo, cider vinegar and honey, maybe in a 3-2 ratio, maybe equal mm, portions, and a little good. salt, and you're out. That sounds really good. Okay, you know the there was a big trend years ago for those bottles of fat-free salad dressings, yeah. and shockingly, when I've been in the supermarket, I feel like they're back. It's like there are lots of fat-free salad dressings out there. Well, like, you know, the raspberry vinaigrette kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, salad dressings are super oily. I and mean, they're super oily. I know most people's calorie intake at like dinner comes from the salad dressing. It it's, is. It's unbelievable. So here's how you can make your own fat-free honey raspberry vinaigrette. Ready? Okay. okay. You're going to take two cups of raspberries, two cups of white wine vinegar, and two-thirds of a cup of honey and put that in a blender or a food processor. Yum. You're going to just whir that up till it's pureed. So wait, i got to stop. So these two cups of raspberries, is that frozen or fresh or does it matter? It don't matter. Okay, so two cups of raspberries and two cups of white wine vinegar, yep. not white vinegar. I just want to... White wine vinegar. And if you want to make it white balsamic, you could even do that. Which is going to be sweeter. Yep. And two-thirds of a cup of honey. That gets all pureed. Pour that into a saucepan. Put it over medium heat. Let it bubble away just for like 30 seconds, just like it comes to a bubble. And stir it. And stir stirring it. it, stir it, stir it then stir it. pour it through a strainer so you're getting rid of those seeds. And there is your... Re- 
ridiculously easy and lovely fat-free raspberry vinaigrette. Okay. You can keep it for a month in the That's what I want to know. So, uh, you, so like, this is super acidic. So I would put it in glass personally rather than plastic. But if I put it in a glass like canning jar or a mason mm-hmm. jar, then I can keep it in my refrigerator for a month, a you're month. saying? Yeah, that's going to stay for a month because of all the vinegar. Wow. So that's so good. So how, again, it's, do those proportions again? Two cups of raspberries, yeah. two cups of white wine vinegar, yeah. and two-thirds of a cup of honey. Yum. Puree you- it. Bring it to a boil, strain it, put it in the refrigerator. That sounds amazing. That sounds amazing on green beans or on oh, fresh. Or on a hamburger. <laughs> it's a little too sweet. With for a fried egg. For me. Ugh. <laughs> what is with the egg on the hamburger? That's disgusting. You could dip air fried french fries in this or mm. onion rings. Mm. That would be good. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I do not like fried eggs on hamburgers. And now... Everyone in the South will tell me that I am not a Southerner because I do not like bacon on a hamburger. I do but you do like not. pork belly and kimchi. I do. Well, that's hardly part of my South credentials is pork belly and kimchi. It's your South Korea credentials. Yeah, there's a there's a place, um, and maybe it's chained out. There's a place in Dallas, Texas, Hop Daddy, that makes this burger that has a piece of pork belly and kimchi on the top of it. It's also super hot, as I remember. Super, super spicy. It's really insane. It's a good thing to get. Okay, so finally, and I get the 10th one, and my this is my favorite honey tip for using up what's in the jar. Here's what you need to do. Get two cups of warm tap water. Are you ready for this? And then you want to stir mm, one to two teaspoons of honey in it till it dissolves. So you stir in a little honey into two quarts, quarts, right? So I'm talking eight cups. Stir in just a little honey, teaspoon to two teaspoons of honey. What are you going to do with this? You're going to shampoo with it. Because that, believe it or not, and don't use this, this is not a cleansing shampoo. So after you're done shampooing, do this, run it through your hair, and I swear your hair will be shinier. It's not. not and will the bees be attracted <laughs> to you? <laughs> no. Will your ants crawling no, all over your head? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you will. No, this is not. Are people going to start licking your hair? <laughs> oh, don't they already? Um, the, the, this is to bring color and shine to your hair, and you put it in your hair and rinse it back out again. It's like the old lemon juice trick to lighten the color of your hair. Just a little honey in warm water, and then you put it in your hair. Well, it just sounds to me like I'm just going to have bugs in my hair. <laughs> Does that come with a can of Raid? No. Just a little honey will brighten the color of your hair dramatically. So just try it. Try a little honey and die by ants. I don't right. know. Okay, then we're going to give you a few honey tips before we sign off. Okay. Um, do not refrigerate your honey. No. But keep it in a cool, dark place. No, never, never. And as we've already said, the darker the honey, the stronger the taste. So right. if you want to look for um, honeys like buckwheat, uh, all kinds of deep flavored honeys. Honey. Yes, chestnuts. And do you know that there are tree honeys like oak and pine honeys? Those there are fabulous. Are. Um, these are all honeys that have a very dark, distinct, almost molassesy bitter taste. They do. And you might find obscure honeys if you go online searching like coffee honey and mm. cotton honey. Mm-hmm. I don't like those. Those those have a slight bitter edge that I don't care for. There's a southern favorite, which you can go online and find called gallberry oh, honey. That's the best. Gallberry honey does have a slightly bitter sour edge oh, to it. But that it's really gallberry good. Gallberry really is the it's best. It's my okay. favorite honey in yogurt. And honey basically can last 
indefinitely, That's truly okay. indefinitely. But some honeys will crystallize, meaning they're going to solidify and turn into crystally. I don't know. Don't You're looking at me. You're into this, so you. <laughs> so if you go is. to open your jar of honey and you see that it's solidified and it's it's opaque now, um, that the, all you have to do is and put hard. Yeah, and it's also hard. It's hard. Um, put the jar into a pot of water and bring that water to a low simmer. And um, about 20 minutes is all it takes, and that honey will reliquify. Yep, yep. Sometimes, if it's not super hard crystallized, sometimes you can just put it in really hot tap water, and it'll loosen up in about 20 minutes. But that's for the stuff that's just starting to right. crystallize around the edges. Um, and you can do this, and we should say that when you do this, you should keep the jar sealed on the honey, and so that it just stays in there, right? As we the hot tap water, I guess if you're using simmering water. If you're using simmering, you want it covered. Otherwise, you're going to build up pressure and then you'll have an explosion. Yeah. So if you're just going to do the hot water trick, you leave it covered. If you put it in a saucepan, uh, you don't. And check it. Don't just don't just set a timer and walk away. Yeah. Check it. Mm -hmm. and Because it'll liquefy at various right. stages based on what's going on inside the bottle. Yeah. If you like this honey show and you like Cooking with Bruce and Mark, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from and leave us a five-star rating. And leave great oh. comments. Just tell us how much you love us. <laughs> That slays me. Just tell us how much you love us. Okay, sure. And connect with us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Bruce is on Instagram under Bruce A. Weinstein. Otherwise, we're on all those platforms under our own names, Bruce Weinstein and Mark Scarrow. You can connect with us. There is a Facebook page for Cooking with Bruce and Mark, which you can connect with, or you can connect with us personally and directly on any of those social media platforms. We would love to share more with you and hear more about your life and... See you next time on Cooking with Bruce and Mark.